1: behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good
2: morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. Downed trees, widespread power outages, flooded roads, it was all a part of the latest atmospheric river to hit California. Braden Murdoch is a meteorologist with the National Weather Service Bay Area. He says the wind played a huge factor in the amount of damage the Bay Area saw
1: the Oakland airport it got up to a 74 mile per hour gust and that's right about sea level so that is very strong winds at a very low level which is where a lot of our population centers were seeing something that strong that low is fairly rare and often very dangerous
2: At least two people died due to falling trees in the Bay Area yesterday. Other parts of the state saw intense rain and wind as well. Several daily rainfall totals were broken across Los Angeles County, and the National Weather Service in San Diego says areas it covers saw as much as four inches of rain. Significant amounts of snow also fell across higher elevations in both northern and southern California. In Tulare County, where signs reading, pray for rain, line the highway, many communities are still underwater. As KBPR's Carrie Klein reports, so are agricultural fields.
0: Flooded orchards toppled trees and displaced farmers and farm workers. That's what Tulare County Farm Bureau Executive Director Tricia Stever Blattler said she observed across her county last week.
2: What we've really seen in the last three days has been more of our dairy community having to come together and rapidly deploy you know, trailers and trucks to people that need to move, like 500 to 1,000 head of cattle in the matter of a day.
0: Months ago, this region was the epicenter of California drought were begging
2: and begging and begging for water. But sadly, when the good Lord delivered it, you know, he brought it all in way too much too quickly.
0: She also said farmers have been lending their bulldozers and excavators to first responders clearing roads and moving debris. A farmer elsewhere in the San Joaquin Valley even used two of his own pickup trucks to plug a breached levee. For the
1: California Report, I'm Carrie Klein in Fresno. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.
2: We're still waiting to hear whether the Service Employees International Union, or SEIU, will appeal last week's court ruling upholding most of Proposition 22. That's the voter approved measure that lets Uber, Lyft, and the like classify their drivers as independent contractors rather than employees. KQED's Rachel Myro has
0: more from our Silicon Valley desk. The first thing to know about Scott from L.A. County is that he's unaffiliated, either with the union suing Uber and Lyft over Prop 22 or the industry-sponsored driver group. Scott didn't even vote in 2020 when the measure was on the ballot.
1: I think I was a little nonchalant about Prop 22 because I was just getting started with driving, and things were surprisingly good back then.
0: He's not sharing his last name, by the way, because he fears the company might retaliate against him for speaking to KQED. Scott says he thought Prop 22 was a good thing in 2020, but his opinion changed after it took effect the following January, and he watched the measures promised 120% of minimum wage become a ceiling for him, rather than a floor. In other words, these days, Scott says he makes about $18.60 an hour
1: but that's not what independent contractors got into uber for was to make 120% of minimum wage you know in the past i was making 30 40 50 dollars an hour with uber
0: that said scott still loves choosing his own hours 20 to 25 a week and he's not really bothered by the fact independent contractors as defined by prop 22 don't have the same protections as employees do under california law no question, there are a lot of minimum labor standards laws in California, and I understand why employers find them onerous to keep up with, to comply with, not to mention expensive. UC Berkeley law professor Catherine Fisk wrote a friend of the court brief on behalf of a group of California labor and employment law professors opposed to Prop 22. I don't think it's really in the public's interest to have such a large group of workers who are carved out of the minimum protections of state law that exist not only to benefit the workers and their families, but the communities that are affected by abject poverty. There's a long history in California of business interests spending big to convince voters to let specific industries upend, sidestep, or tweak state laws. And the success of Prop 22 at the ballot box has already inspired a similar measure on the 2024 ballot that would overturn a new law that attempts to tackle wages and working conditions in fast food. In a recent talk before the Economic Club of Chicago, Uber CEO Dara Khosrowshahi said the weakening economy is bringing more drivers, he calls them earners, online, addressing a shortage the company has been struggling with since the pandemic began.
2: About 70 percent of our earners are saying "Hey, inflation is actually one of the reasons why they're coming onto the platform, because they can earn flexibly and they can, you know, earn another 500 bucks a week for groceries or mm-hmm. whatever else. They need to live.
0: A report published last year by the industry backed Protect App Based Drivers and Services Coalition found only a quarter of drivers report working with platforms on a full time basis. Last week, a three-judge panel in state appeals court largely upheld Prop 22 as constitutional, but the judges did invalidate 22's most controversial provision, requiring a close to impossible seven-eighths vote of the legislature to pass any bills that modified the law. So if either side appeals the ruling, they risk the possibility the California Supreme Court could strike down all of Prop 22 or uphold the whole thing. For the California Report, I'm Rachel Myro. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and adult and children's health systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org. The California Healthcare Foundation, listening to Black Californians, a new study on how the healthcare system undermines their pursuit of good health. On the web at chcf.org/lbca. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thhourracing.org.
2: And that's the California Report for Wednesday, March 22nd. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day.
0: Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures. Then you should check out the Bay Curious book.